0: This is the time that we all been waiting on, the moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up, but not the boys on Kirby. So you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us, with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for ten years, sacrificing
1: our bodies with blood, sweat, and tears. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold, and I am blessed, as usual, to have my co-host and guest. Not guest. You're not a guest. I'm not would, a guest, Garnet Texan. I would hope
2: I'm not a guest. You're a guest, then. You've been a long-tenured guest. Yeah, you just can't get rid of me. Granted, you're the one on my couch, so... That's true.
1: <laughs> Um, anyways, John, what's going on? Well, you know, things change. Um, Yeah. Passing of the torch?
2: But they don't really change. Wait, they don't? No. So there's been no changes? There's a change. Oh, I mean, you know, typical Texan fashion, we should have known.
1: I hope McNair gets a refund for hiring a search
2: firm. You know. Why
1: hire a search firm? Please tell me. I have no idea to tell you the truth. That's a waste of
2: money. The entire—you knew from the beginning what we were going to do. As soon as Bob McNair came out and said, "Yeah, they're not going to completely revamp the football organization that was
1: side," that was the one like, telling right. sign.
2: And honestly, though, I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to judge it yet. Yeah, I'm not going to judge it, and I'm honestly not as upset as I thought that I actually would be. Sure. When I first got that, when you first told me, you sent me a text right when it happened, or.
1: Like literally, like yeah. right there, right before. We and my ready.
2: response was, "Brian, fucking games, really?"
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And you know, I've said and I've thought about it, and we weren't going to revamp the organization. Usually, when you get a new GM, the GM wants control of the coach, not the coach hiring the GM. Not this time. So it is kind of one of those moves, similar to like what the Packers do and the Steelers do. What we do, and That's what, what we did with Kuba what we did too. Where you promote from within. Right. And you get somebody that's going to just stick with it. Yeah. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. I mean.
1: I'll tell you this. The alignment aspect I'm fine with. And if anybody watched Brian Gaines' press conference today, I know you were at work all day. But, I mean, basically it was pretty much kissing B.O.B.'s ass. Can't wait to be. and, And it was definitely thrown in there a lot as far as a shared vision, a Texan, you know, John McClain asked him uh, what, what free agents did you bring here when you were here during your time? And he said, it wasn't ever just one person and it won't be any one person here. If it's signed off on, it's signed off on by the Texans. So it, it really was just everything that we heard in, in B.O.B.'s, season-ending press conference was alignment and alignment, alignment, alignment. That's all he wanted. And B.O.B. picked his guy. He picked a guy that he had a relationship with that he liked in the organization uh, when he joined. And, you know, he left. Why he left, I don't know. And honestly, I don't think anybody outside the building does know if he was fired or he wasn't fired. It's been reported he was fired and then it's been reported that he took a lateral move. And then come to find out he's actually from Buffalo, and his family is in Buffalo. So he probably thought, what were the chances that Rick Smith would retire or something would happen? And he felt, okay, well, if I have no upward mobility, as most people would in their careers, they're going to go somewhere where they think there's a chance to have upward mobility. I don't know the true story. Like I said, I don't think anybody knows the true story. We
2: only know what we hear. Right. I mean... Yeah, I don't we think really, he was fired, though. We really don't know. And it could have been the way it was described um, by Pat, and Pat's usually pretty right, is he went from being the number two in the Texans to number three in Buffalo. But we don't know the behind the scenes at it at all. It could have been the Texans did a soft reset this past year. Yeah. Um, they weren't bought in completely one way or the next. They didn't sign any free agents It was going to cost them a draft. They really didn't spend any money. They actually cut money, yep. cut contracts. Um, yep. So what they were really trying to do and whose idea, I, I really don't know. Only the Texans themselves know. But I think because that was a drastic change, my personal theory on it is maybe Gain was like, well, if we spend some money, we could compete this year. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to this is this is our soft rebuild year. And I don't know. That's just my guess. I don't know. I have. Again, we've been through this before. We have no sources or anything like that. So we just kind of guess based on the evidence we've seen.
1: And I would normally take Pat. uh, Anything Pat says usually is I, I, I take it, you know, unlike the other reporters who we've stated on this podcast. But I do think that when it comes to these internal upper management things, I don't – even during the Rick Smith B.O.B. thing, he didn't know. He had no idea. if He felt like it was fabricated, and then once everything came out, then he realized that, yeah, everything was fabricated. I think when it comes to that level of NRG, I don't think there's an inside source. I agree with you. I really don't. I don't think there is. I think if we're talking about player moves and things like that, Sure. But other than that, I don't think that there is a, a one person unless John McClain happens to get something from Bob McNair. And that would be the only time that I would possibly think there's anything. So, Brian Gaines, new GM, B.O.B.'s comfortable with him, got the stamp of approval. They checked off the Rooney rule by interviewing Jimmy Ray, which is a joke in the first place, but whatever. Um... I really, I really was not a fan of Jimmy Ray. I wasn't a fan of him either. But it, it, the the Rooney is specifically, what right. I was speaking of, it's just crazy. Oakland's going through that too. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, is it the comfort level that, and that's where Bob McNair's Bob McNair tends to go as far as comfort. He doesn't like changing things. We know that. He's a very patient owner. Uh, we saw it with Kubiak. He wants to give time and he doesn't like. It seems like it's more of a confrontational thing. you would rather just let everything just kind of grow and hopefully change for the best. But, you know, Brian Gaines, we don't know solely what he was responsible for here. We don't, you know, we can't, we can say Raheem Moore. We can say Ed Reed and all those things, but we truly don't know. I'm going to give it time and see. If anything, I think the one thing that we'll see different is Bob's influence on the roster and the guys that are coming in if that makes sense yeah i think, I think bob will have a lot more say i think it'll also would be more of a bob's thing than anything else which is well, good in my opinion
2: i think that i mean a part of the reason thing. they had to go back to game is they had to like bob blb had to like who he was bringing in yeah and with bob Nair, his goal has to create something iconic that's why we have the little art Deco bull as our symbol and not like an H or something sure. like that he wanted his version of the star he wanted his version of just like that iconic that iconic coaching set that iconic philosophy that's, that's... what he's trying to build it's why we are almost 20 years into our franchise and we still have it. Uh, a late '90s Madden-designed uniform. And granted, sometimes our uniform—I I think with the battle red, it looks can look really good. But vapor blue or that that vapor color rush. Looked, that one looked really good. That one looked, that one looked that might be the best jersey I've seen. And but we're not going to switch and we're not going to stray away from what we do, because again, Bob wants it to be iconic. It goes back to him wanting the team to be something that Houston can be proud in. He wants to compete with Dallas. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. Maybe there was, not directly. There, was a, there was a quote, I don't know if McNair actually said it. It was along the lines of let the Cowboys be America's team. He wanted the Texans to be Texas's team. Right. And that's what he's shooting for. Well,
1: there's nothing wrong with that. High expectations. It's good. So, I mean, with Brian Gaines, I really want to wait and see. Uh, you know, some interesting things came out of the press conference. Uh, uh, Clowney extension is on the horizon,
2: uh, which is good that shouldn't uh, surprise anybody
1: if, if I'm Brian Gaines and I am uh, I think it was Chris Olsen I would get that done as soon as possible uh, for two reasons Khalil Mack Aaron Donald get it done before they set the mark because each one's going to try to outdo the other right whoever signs first that... it, that'll be the cheaper contract right so get it out of the way now see if you can give him a JJ-esque deal and get it out of the way because if not, you're going to be competing. And I I mean, maybe you won't be competing. Maybe it's not a big deal to Clowney. Um, But if I, if I'm, if I'm Brian Gaines, I want to get that done rather soon. Uh, He said a lot about our boy, Deshaun, you know, he was basically asked, like, was that a main reason why it was easy to accept this job? And, you know, he said obviously. You know, when you have somebody like Deshaun on the roster, it's a lot. Easy, it's it makes it an easier job to have when you have the quarterback position figured out. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much all the alignment stuff. He addressed the offensive line. You know, he said that he skill players and all those things are very important, and we'll evaluate all that. But we need to evaluate the offensive line. Uh, lots of different things were said. At this point, honestly, though, what I took. The press conference from today is it was just a it was literally what it was it was an opening to a press conference of announcing the signing of Brian Gaines the guy has no idea yet and he has no reason to know right now we have a lot of time to figure it out he needs to get the senior bowl and 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 the shrine game and all that other stuff that goes on right now he needs to get that all in in line to figure out how they're going to do that Uh, We have some coaching staff positions that need to be filled. We had one filled today, luckily. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, I'm not really too worried about what he said today. It was more of a dog and pony show, more of a formality, if you must, introducing who he is. He's always been in the background. He's never really had the mic in front of him to talk about, and now he is our GM. And he's a young guy. I think he's 41. So I don't know. We'll see.
2: I don't know. I I I am I'm, I'm a
1: little I'm open to it.
2: Yeah. I mean I have to be. I don't know. We don't I have tri- choice anyways. Yeah. I mean you I tried to do a little bit more research on Gain and there's not much out there. He has a reputation of being a very coach board um, executive. He um you did play the game. I don't know. I was kinda hoping that we would bring in a little bit of outside thinking. I just wish we uh, would have made it a little well, there's got... There, you know, they didn't... Like, two weeks? Come on. Like, I know they, we have things to do, but BOV could have held it down until... They could have, but they were probably getting some feedback from the guys that they were waiting for that wanted more personnel, like, from office Eagles. personnel. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to come in, and they wanted to change how the organization was set up. Sure. And that's not the job that was put out there. The job that was put out there was like, yes, you are directly reporting to Cal and Bob McNair, but we're keeping our football staff intact. We're keeping our scouting intact. We're keep keeping our front office intact. That's what they said. So usually GMs come in and they have a lot of authority. And they have a lot of relationships from yeah. previous jobs that they know are good and they want to bring it with them. Right. They want to bring their guys. Yeah. And it was straight up told that they wouldn't be able to do that. His guys so, were here. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why we didn't wait. Because yeah. I would actually, I would straight up bet money on that. I think you're right. That reached out to the guys at the Patriots, and they're like, hey, do we get to bring our people in? And they're like, no. They're like, okay, I pass.
1: If that's the case, then we are definitely, in a, I mean, we're not going to see much of a difference. No. I mean, it all starts at the top in any business you're in. And
2: if well, how much of a difference do we truly need? Well, we we need... I think we need a different mindset. Um, we're a top-heavy, talent-wise organization. I think that we need to kind of look at the bottom of the roster with a little bit more important. I mean, what is it? Three years in a row, four years in a row that we were one of the top five youngest teams. That means we're not retaining our players.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: We always, we also do a lot of undrafted. Right. than, than most teams we do. And that's, Part of that is trying to save so money. You don't we, don't, retain... we, don't, we don't sign free agent veterans.
1: No, no, no. But I'm saying like when you don't retain your rookies and then you're replacing them with undrafted guys, right. you're going to, you know what I mean? So you're going to balance out that roster and that right. age a little bit more.
2: I think, well, I mean, I think that they should look to kind of the roster. Would you retain Kevin Johnson right now?
1: Just based on what you've seen, would you retain him?
2: I mean, he's a first-round pick. You have no choice. No, you do
1: have a choice. You don't. You, you don't keep a guy. He that was sucks.
2: one of the worst-rated cornerbacks in the entire league last year. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. So you would retain right him this. Though. His, I mean, he's shown that he, he's shown that he can play. But this past year, he was awful. I mean, he get he would get one more year, and then I think, yeah, this year, yeah, well, Then his cool. fifth-year option. Just, if he plays like this year, they're not going to pick it up. Heck, if he starts the season like he did this year, they'd of mid-season. But, I mean, that's kind of our problem. And our, the way our defense is based, it's, you have strong corners and a good pass rush. Based on four people. And they thought that Kevin Johnson would be able to slide in and be a cover corner. He showed his first year he could. He showed a glimpse of the second year. Both those two years he gets hurt. His third year, it's like he forgot how to cover and he wanted to play safety.
1: That, that's exactly right. That's He looked like Marcus Williams on the Vikings. Yeah. So what did he look like?
2: Hmm? Oh, he looked Except like... Except he Kareem, hit him and bounce well, off. He looked like Kareem Jackson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Kareem even got better after year two.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, Kareem has always been one of the best run-stopping oh, corners. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this year, I think he was the best run-stopping corner. Was he? And Yeah. And... He's always struggled with coverage and he got marginal at coverage and he was so good at stopping the run that that's yeah that makes him a good corner or a solid corner he's always had those moments he has those moments where he gets sacks and things like that but he's never been the best coverage guy Kevin Johnson was drafted entirely to be a coverage guy that's he always all, that's drafted. All right. Purely to negate T.Y. Hilton So we didn't Correct. have those freaking games he has Every single day. To yeah. And, yeah. Every single game That T.Y. Hilton Comes into that Into NRG That post route you He just post route. Toast us And that's the entire reason We went out To get Kevin Johnson And Kevin Johnson Looked over at Cream Jackson Looked over at Jonathan Joseph Looked at AJ Boy And which one did he Decide he was gonna emulate? Cream The one that he's not Built like at all Yeah
1: no, you're right. And no, we're getting on a tangent. I, I didn't mean to go too far into it, but I, I think with the second, third, fourth, fifth round picks that we're not retaining, because it's obviously not the first, a lot of that has to do, I think, with the drafting. You know, if you look, what is it? Is is it 2013? I think it was, Bob came what, 2013? That was his first year, right? 13, 14, 15, 16, no, 14. 14 was his first year. Okay, so the 13 draft with Kubiak, isn't that the same one where we had the guys that we cut midseason for uh, in the hotel room, right? That was a second, a third, and a fifth in one false swoop. Um, And then before that, Rick Smith's drafting in the latter rounds has just been bad. It's gotten better, but how much of that has been Rick, how
2: much of that has been Bill? Well, since Bill has come in... It's been a better draft. Yeah, we... The whole, our all of our second round picks are bust. All of our third round picks are that's, bust. That's stuff. Not, not since Bob McNair's been here or Bob. He's
1: <laughs> Bill been O'Brien. Here a long time.
2: Yeah, since Bill O'Brien <laughs> has been here. Yeah. Now, if we can, ch- if we can keep that, it's not our draft. now. We Knicks. do. Yeah. Well, everybody, everybody missed on Lewis Nicks. I mean, no, because coming out of college, he should have been a star. Everybody just. You would have thought we would have learned our lesson with Sam Montgomery. Sure. doesn't matter how physically gifted they are. What's between the years is what matters, yeah. And, but I just, I don't think that's the thing. I think we, we sign a spot veteran here or there, but we do come in rookie heavy. We always come in rookie heavy. Every year we come in rookie heavy. Every year. And I know it's kind of fun during the off because we get super excited about all these new guys. It's always the, allure, the team. It's the allure of, of potential. The Travis Labharts. The yeah, league. but we just maybe need to take a step back and be one of those teams that spends a little bit more money on players that have been in the year in the league a couple of years. Sure. More, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree, and I think we'll see that this year. I mean, we, we've shown that we'll, we'll do it. Um, it will just be, how do we do it now? And, and it's a good year to do it.
2: Yeah, and we've shown success with those guys that we pick up.
1: Yeah, that Brock year, though, kind of wipes all of it out, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, well, that that was a major. We never do well on the high end.
1: I'm just trying to think, like, since Bob's yeah. been here, we haven't had a good free agency.
2: No, we haven't had good high-end free agencies, like during the true free agent, but street free agents that we've oh, signed. streets, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, guys, like, a free agency period. Yeah. No, no, no. We haven't. When everybody expects us to go out and spend money and do well, we never do well. But the guys that you just well, kind of pick up the
1: street. Joe, Daniel Manning, just not under Bob.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. So, I mean, with Brian Gaines being here, is this Bob show now? Yes. I mean, it's all on Bob. Yeah. I There's think... no excuses anymore. Me and you both. Like, from this, this is like the killing of old Garnet Texan, old right. young Ari Gold. If Bob can't produce, we need to hold him to the standard that we set forth in our minds of what kind of coach he would be. We think he is. Right.
2: No, and I think that's exactly why their contracts mirror each other. They are tied at the waist. Do you think that there's a chance—and
1: this is just uh, speculation, but you know, if, if Rick was to come back in a year and if Brian has just got awful or him and Bob don't see eye to eye— that they can use Rick as a reason to
2: get Brian out and reinsert Rick. I have no idea. I mean it's entirely possible. I could see it happening. Yeah, I, I could see it happening. I, hope I could I could see what I could see actually happening is if this goes badly and then when Smith has got everything straightened out and he can return, I could see Bob McNair letting Rick Smith hire his own coach.
1: I could, too. I could, too. I could see it. If we have a season like we did last year, I guess, yeah, technically last year, this year still, and bust free agencies and bust drafts based on one year, I could see Rick sliding right back in and us starting over as a coach from a coaching standpoint. I know they sign extensions, but coaches get fired all the time after uh, getting extensions. So I'm just wondering –
2: Oh yeah, the extension means nothing. Bob's. Everybody it doesn't, get a, it never does. Yeah,
1: they always make it a big deal, but it he doesn't can mean still anything. be fired tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like now it is Bob's show. You know, I feel like I need to be harder on Bob now because he's he's been given the keys to the kingdom. There's no reason for him, him to fail anymore.
2: Right, and I don't I mean, know. I, no, well, no I don't day know day. if he was necessarily given keys to the kingdom. Oh, really? I think it could have been one of those where McNair is trying to create. He's trying to create a positive attitude, so he's like, "So Bill, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get your feedback into this coaching search. Sure. But here's the restrictions. I don't know for a hundred percent that Brian Gain was entirely Bill O'Brien's guy." I think that he might have been his guy out of the options.
1: I think, yeah, I would agree with you.
2: I think he would have preferred Nick, mm-hmm. absolutely, because he had the relationship. Yeah, I think if it was entirely up to Bill O'Brien, he would have said, he would have broken the bank to get Nick. Yeah, and, and think- he would have told him, "Hey, you want him to clean house? Clean house, then." I, but McNair doesn't operate like that. No, he doesn't. He's too he's loyal to a fault, yeah. and it's unfortunate because. You're not successful. Well, we don't, well, I mean, we don't know if it's unfortunate or not. I well, mean, we do he, so far. Based on the results if, that we've if, seen yeah, since he's been our owner. Since said, he's
1: been... That's, what, 14 years? We've seen that loyalty is an issue.
2: Yeah, we're In still,
1: business, that's not the way it works. I mean, if you
2: know, I know. Loyalty does not win. Well, I mean, McNair's made himself a lot of money operating businesses the way he's trying to operate the Texans. But it's different. This is personal. Like, this is...
1: It's a completely different business model,
2: right? And here, here's the thing: it only has to work once. It does. Well, we've um, only we've only got to get one good year out of it. One great. One great. year good year's not gonna work.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just wondering. I, I guess that's why I'm questioning. Like, I'm just wondering, you know, how much of, um, you know, is this is it Bob's show to run? And I feel like it totally is now. I don't feel like there's any excuses that could be made for Bob. If the Rick Smith thing was an issue, then you know he's got a better guy in his opinion that he's aligned with, or else he wouldn't have signed the extension. I mean, we right. talked about it. If he, they wouldn't have brought back
2: somebody he wanted, he yeah, have to be here. No, I think that, like I said, that's why it's uh, the choices he had. That's the guy he wanted. Right. Well, he only had two choices. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, okay, all right. So Bob Show. Okay, and then another another subject that I wanted to talk about is Deshaun Watson exactly what we think he is. We don't know. I mean, but it's so hard because, right, we're emotional fans at the same time. We watched those six games, and it's like, obviously, there's nothing. That that man could do nothing in our, in our eyes that was wrong in six games. And I've watched the Seahawks game. I think like ten times now. I think he is. I do. I think he is exactly what we're all making him out to be. I truly do. I truly do. I think. I think he's a transcendent. Well, well, I couldn't even say that word. Transcendent. Yeah, I don't know. Why I couldn't say it though. Transcendent <laughs> uh, quarterback. I think he's one of those quarterbacks that's a once in a lifetime kind of kind of player. Uh,
2: oh, I think he definitely has that potential. Yeah. Um, I think that, like I've stated it time and time before, what sets him apart and the, I really didn't appreciate is his ball handling, uh, the fakes and play actions and just look at how many play actions we were able to run with him there versus not.
1: Yeah,
2: It's not about him being able to run a four seven or whatnot or being oh. a super mobile athletic quarterback. I think that he started out absolutely on fire. Will he be able to maintain that? If he maintains that, that's a Hall of Fame career. So, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he was going to break every rookie passing record in the book. I don't think our standards need to be that high, but I think that we've got a quarterback for the next 10 years that we're going to be able to watch and enjoy. And I think that he's going to have the capability of putting together stretches like that that are just going to make us all just stop and go, wow. But we have to kind of keep like a little bit of a rational thought here. How worried are you about the health? Of him? Be honest. I don't know.
1: Can he do it for 16 games? It
2: depends entirely how they use it. The way he played, the way we saw him play. The, he's gonna have to cut back. Well, I actually, you know what? Yes, he can, because here's the thing: he didn't get hurt from the hits; he got hurt from kind of like a freak, a freak accident. It's just it happens with agreed, your ACLs. Agreed, agreed. I, I don't think the ACL thing. He doesn't. He doesn't play like Cam Newton.
1: No, he doesn't. Even play,
2: he doesn't even play like Russell Wilson. No, uh,
1: they're similar, pretty close. Like if I had to pick one player that Deshaun's like. Quarterback-wise, I I would say he's more Russell Wilson than any other
2: quarterback in the league. But my point with that is they straight up use Russell Wilson sometimes as a running back. Sure. With Watson, it was always more, they would run him once or twice to get that threat of the run. That's all they To want. keep the defense honest. Right. And then he really didn't run that often unless the play fell apart. Correct.
1: And usually if he ran, what did he do? He, he, still threw, he still threw the ball. Oh,
2: yeah. And yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He still
1: threw the ball. I mean, he was... a lot of times he would run around and still make sure he stayed behind the line of scrimmage, and he would keep his eyes down yeah. and feel he'd throw it, um, which I would say even Russell Wilson doesn't do. Yeah. No, he... So, I feel like he's a throw-first
2: quarterback still. I'm actually... Yeah. He's... He's going to get hurt... It's the nature of the game. Every player in the NFL gets hurt. Yeah. He is a smaller quarterback.
1: That's, 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 see, that's but, what bothers me. His frame bothers me so much. It worries me. He, he just looks so frail out there. I mean, there's. He does. Name a frail quarterback. I I honestly can't. Who, Aaron Rodgers. He's not as frail as Sean, bro.
2: Yeah. They're very, very, very similar in build. Are you sure? I'm gonna look up their
1: their. Who are you looking up? Because I'll look up Deshaun.
2: Okay, I'll look up Aaron Rodgers.
1: All right. Because I'm showing. Let's see here. All right, you tell me what what Aaron you Rodgers start. is. No, you start. You no, start. You start.
2: <laughs> six two
1: two twenty five. Okay, so he's six three two fifteen. Very similar. Very similar. I guess just Rodgers looks a little thicker. He's taller than Aaron.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why Aaron looks a little thicker. Aaron's always up. hurt, too. Not always. He's I he's mean, had a couple seasons. He's had two seasons.
1: No, he's always had some lingering issues. Yeah, well. Shoulder. I don't know. It just worries me. I feel a lot better now that you said Aaron Rodgers. Because... It's like in between Rogers and Russell the way that Deshaun plays the game. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering if if we've if we've hailed him king already and we kind of put the you know put it ahead of where we should right now. But at the same time, what he did, I just, I mean, after watching that Seahawks game for, I watched it this morning and, I I still like, I still. It still makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I mean, it truly does. It was it was the greatest performance I've ever seen in a Texans uniform. I'll just throw it out there. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've seen anything like it in a Texans uniform. I'm hoping... And if that's... If we get the quarterback at... What is it? Central League Field? If that's the
2: quarterback of the future every every game... <laughs>
1: Dude, There's get, no
2: way we don't we get, win the Super Bowl. If we get one game a season like that, that'll be something. I mean, that guy—he's yeah. That game was amazing. Heck, the Titans game dropped fifty. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, it's a century you know what? And you know what's crazy about the Titans game? We didn't stop. Yeah, that was awesome. Usually, Bob gets—he didn't
1: take the foot off the gas on that one.
2: So yeah, we have a lot to be excited about Deshaun, and again, he's not. Everybody keeps ringing up the RG three. RG three uh, set RG
1: three.
2: RG three set the
1: world on fire. Unfortunately, you know what? Why that is, John? It's because he's black. It, it. It's just. Let's they just throw play, it out there. Let's get it out of the way. They're a black quarterback, so it's automatic that he can't be. An arm-talented quarterback, he has to rely on his mobility because that's pretty much what we've seen out of black quarterbacks: Michael Vick, RG three. I'm missing one, but I mean that's that's what you see out of an African American quarterback. So people are automatically putting Deshaun in that in that class, but he's not. He's smarter. Mentally, he's mentally smarter. In between the ears, he slides way. If you have watched any RG three pro games, he the dude does not know how to
2: slide. You know, he, he'll take a hit.
1: He'll just take a hit.
2: Deshaun's the R- not going to do RG three. They cut the field. In, they essentially cut the field in half, yeah, yeah. with a lot more bootlegs, a lot more single read up, single read throws. Yeah, Watson would go through his progressions. progressions. Yep. He and again, he's just he's I go. I go back to it every single time. He is a phenomenal ball handler with a very, very quick res- release.
1: Very quick release.
2: Quickest release in the draft. Yeah. So you put those two things together, and that's pretty much why he's successful. Yeah. He doesn't have to run, and he could still be successful. I agree. Now, him being able to run will allow them our offensive line to look a little bit better. And it'll open up the run game. It'll keep everything honest, and, yeah, it'll open up the run game. Sure. But... For his passing, he could completely lose the ability to run and he'll still be fine. Yeah. That's what's crazy.
1: That is what's crazy. I watched that Chiefs game again and everybody kept talking about, oh, it was garbage time, it was garbage time. So all you ever see on like Reddit or any of the internet forums is, Oh, it was just garbage time, Deshaun Watson. You know, we were actually only down fourteen. When at nine minutes and fifty two seconds when he threw that touchdown to DeAndre, which brought us in to seven. It there's nine minutes left in the game.
2: It wasn't garbage, but it felt maybe like, yes,
1: they were playing prevent defense or whatever it would be, but
2: But it, we were in chase mode. We were in chase mode. Yeah. We could But I, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't truly garbage because they could score at will. But so could we. We just got behind because they actually shut him down for a whole quarter. And that's actually one of the games that I go back and kind of watch and kind of really appreciate Watson with because they did shut him down. And that about quarter and a half from
0: – You're talking about
2: halfway, the first
1: quarter on? Yeah. About
2: halfway through the first quarter until halftime. Watson went in the halftime and it was like, okay, he hit his rookie wall. Comes back out. They've changed some things up. And he comes out firing. Yeah. And we were starting to catch up. And if we had gotten a stop, that game would have been completely different. I agree. I, I honestly and do if we think had that if we, still had, if we had um, either Merciless or what, One or the other. One or the other for the rest of that game, we win that game.
1: Yeah. Or and be a lot closer, at least. I agree. No, I agree. All right. Well, I just wanted to get that out there and kind of see what your thoughts were on Deshaun. Because... I mean, we obviously talk about Deshaun a lot, but I i, I don't know.
2: We keep threatening to I don't rename, wanna, the, rename the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't want
1: to get too hyped up and us, you know, come in next season and Deshaun falls flat on his face and we we didn't see it coming.
2: It's possible. I mean, I know it is, possible. it is.
1: It is possible.
2: I mean, but with his attitude, um, he just doesn't get phased. Like some rookies come in. And then they start to overthink. They forget how to just play. Yeah. Everything that you've ever seen from Watson, the bigger the game, the better he plays. So that's not going to happen. He's not going to hit that that sophomore wall where they freeze with more responsibility.
1: No. And usually when you see a quarterback that's a rookie that has a good year, usually that year is kind of like a Dak Prescott year. Where it's they did good enough. Um, Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, all of them, they all those... We're just good enough seasons to believe that you have a future and that they'll be fine the next season. But Deshaun was like, shit.
2: <laughs> I was Do like, you, whoa, honestly, n- no. Have you ever, have we seen a quarterback? I don't think we have. There's never been a stretch like that from a rookie quarterback. No. Well, obviously he
1: broke every record in that span, but I mean, I don't know. Even I just, I don't know. Hopefully he keeps it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we have a uh, we have a new head um, special teams coach. Did you know that?
2: I did. He's another former Patriot.
1: He's another former Patriot coming from the Raiders. Mr. Brad Seely uh, can't be worse than Izzo. No, nope. no, you literally can't be worse than Izzo. And then he was uh, uh, his, his special teams ranked fourth in 2016 and 17th in 2017. Now that 17 team uh, was just a bad team.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we actually went out after an older established coach. Yeah, um, me too. Somebody that wasn't fired. He was just part of a regime change. Um, yeah. And he's had some luck finding some punters, so. Oh, yeah. Luckler can't punt forever, can he? Uh, hmm. I don't
1: know. You ever listen? Did you ever listen to him on the Adam and the Terry podcast? I did not. He basically says, like, he doesn't practice ever yeah. during the off season in general, and he just drinks beer. And then when it's time to show up and kick, he just shows up and kicks. So if that's oh. the case and that's true,
2: then he, said, he maybe could punt forever. I don't know. He said that's how that was his training regime for the first half of his career. He's like, I, because he talked to one of the other, um, like TV stations or something. Because I remember that part. And then he said, yeah, he's like, yeah, now I hit 40, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. So.
1: I don't know. Maybe he'll take the TV-12 method. I don't see that happening, though. Just going to throw that out there. Uh,
2: No tomatoes. Yeah. Granted, I mean, it's worked for Tom Brady, so maybe there's something to it.
1: Yeah, it worked for Tom Brady, which is great. I don't see it working for Lucky, though, because I just don't see him committing to it. So." (laughs) Uh, I'm glad we got in a, a new special teams coach, though. We definitely need it. This team has always been god-awful with special teams. I can't think of one year where I was like, whoa, holy crap. We we can return and we can tackle.
2: Well, I want to know why we can find special teamers for other teams. Yeah, because like, they on leave every us the team. and they actually get good. Well, they we didn't want to really sign good. Brayman.
1: Yeah. Why, I don't know. It's not like we could not have used him.
2: Well, I'm talking about, like, Holiday or... Yeah, he sucked for us Jake and was great with them. Jacoby yeah, like it's an ongoing tradition for us. It's true, no, it's true.
1: I don't know, um, but at least one piece of the puzzle for the coaching staff has fallen. Um, still no son, no word on Sean Ryan yet, uh, but it sounds like he won't be getting the Browns' offensive coordinator position. Do you that, think that if won't...
2: Vrabel gets the Titans, he'll take him?
1: Well, we can just jump right into Mike Vrabel if you want. Sure. So I Brable, mean,
2: if Rabel goes to Tennessee, do you think he's going to poach some of our coaches? So
1: he, his interview for Tennessee, I think, is tomorrow. It was Wednesday. Today. Today's Wednesday? Yeah. Then it was today. Okay. Mm. All the good head coaching candidates are gone. So the first, let's talk about if Mike Brabel would go to, if he can get the job in Tennessee. He failed to get the job in Indy. He failed to get the job in Detroit. Now, the only other team that is interested in him, as for what we know now, is the Tennessee Titans. I, I'll tell you what. I would be a little worried if Rabel did get that job and did take Sean Ryan. Because he can almost, and I, you know hopefully I, you guys agree, but he could take what they did with Deshaun during that span and almost insert it straight into Mariota. That's why I'd be terrified. That would be the main reason why I would be I would be worried. Now, I think if Bob knew that that's what was gonna happen, I think he would keep. I think he would promote Sean Ryan as coordinator. I don't think he would just let him walk to Tennessee and say, "Yeah, sure, take what we did and give it to that same same style of quarterback." Because Mariota is good. Don't get it twisted. People who think that Mariota is not good, Mariota is a good quarterback. He's just had shit coaches and a shit offense around him. He's got skilled players, but he doesn't have the right coaches around him. Yeah. uh, We saw how good he was against Kansas City. That was Mariota. That wasn't anything else.
2: I said all offseason that that's the type of quarterback that Bill O'Brien really wanted. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think Bill Bill O'Brien had Mariota. Mariota would be godly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, So...
1: I don't know. Could Vrabel get the Tennessee job, though, is my thing. I don't think he can. I I, I think he's a hot young coach that people want to check out and fill out, but I don't think anybody is truly taking him serious as a head coaching candidate. I think they're just interviewing him. I think he's a cool dude. He's got a lot of respect in the league. His name holds weight because of how he played in the league, but I don't think he's head coach yet. I could be wrong because I, I obviously don't know S- Sarah Adams, and I don't, you know, I don't know those people.
2: I, I mean, all I can base it on right now is his job as a defensive coordinator, and he didn't do so hot this year.
1: No, and that's a question he has to answer
2: in these interviews. So, but he's made it. To be the finalist for two different positions. He didn't make it as a finalist for one of those positions. That's so all. Well, I guess the Lions. That's it. They said that for both the Lions and the Colts, he, he was finalist. wasn't the uh,
1: finalist for the Colts. That's what the reports were saying. Those reports are wrong. Okay. Because they've been saying how long they want an offensive-minded coach more than anything. And he he didn't even... He only interviewed with them, right? Didn't he only have one interview? With the Colts? Yeah. No, he didn't even
2: interview with the Colts. I have no idea. I just... I knew... All I heard was it was between Rabel and McDaniels for the Colts and it was McDaniels' job to lose if he decided to stay.
1: Yeah. Um, I honestly don't think that Mike Rabel interviewed with the Colts at all to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I know he... I know he um, interviewed with the Lions and if they were to... Oh yeah, they did. I'm totally wrong. Colts take them. hire him, because that'd be the best thing you could do for your franchise. is hire Well. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just got mixed up with somebody else with something else, but I I don't think he's a head coach, a real head coaching candidate. I, I don't think he was ever a finalist for the Colts job, but. Could be wrong. Uh, Lions, I do know that if Patricia wouldn't have taken the Giants' job, Vrabel was second in my, from what I read. So, I don't know. I don't know if he'll get Tennessee. I don't think he will. What do you think?
2: I have no idea. Honestly, I don't. I, I just I can't understand what the appeal of him as a head coaching candidate is right now.
1: Do you think a lot of it has to do with like, the Sean McVay effect?
2: Maybe. But, I mean, that's part of the reason why Vrabel got promoted this year is we didn't want to lose him to somebody else. And right now I'm kind of like, well. How much better
1: of a year would we have had if we had Rack as our D.C. this year? Yeah. I mean, At there were
2: several games where we lost by less than 10 points. We I wouldn't mean, have lost the Patriots game. Yeah.
1: We wouldn't have lost the Seahawks game. So that that rookie quarterback record wouldn't be 3-3. and It would be 5-1. and one. So,
2: I have, I have a small, small bone to pick with everybody that keeps complaining, oh, well, Watson was only 500.
1: I know. It, it's so annoying. It's the stupidest argument I've ever heard. I mean, I tell tell you, you, would love to hear this. Please pick that bone because haven't, you haven't gotten mad on the podcast yet, and it's been almost a year. So pick that it, bone, John. <laughs> let, me, let me know how you're
2: feeling I, right I, now. I don't get mad, but. Is it stupid people that piss you off? Because that's what pisses me off. And it's not even stupid people that are saying this. No, that's the worst part. That We had a non-functional defense this year. Yep. And we were still in games. Yep. With a non-functional offense.
1: With the number one offense. And... Oh, you're talking about... Yep, yeah, okay. After
2: he got hurt. Yeah, 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 We had talked about this. We easily... If Watson... Before Watson got hurt, we easily expected to win 10 games. Yep. Because we would have had an offense that could do something. Sure. And we would have been wrong. And I just, I don't understand how people are like, well, well, the Texans are are just going to be trashed next year. It's like, no, no, they're not. As long as Watson's hurt, they need to get a backup. Oh, for sure. They definitely need to get a backup. But as long as Watson is healthy, we are going to be a competitive team next year. I just As long as Vrabel can get his act together. Even if Brabell doesn't, which is the sad part. I
1: don't know if that's true.
2: If Brabel
1: If there's coaching mistakes like there was this year with the defense, even with Watt and Merciless on the field, a lot of the stuff that was being done was being done over and over and over again. They weren't corrected.
2: No, but with the schedule we have next year, if it's we go easy. out if we go out and score as many points as we were sure. with Watson. Sure. We don't need to stop anybody. Yes, we'll be like the Saints from a couple of years back where right. you're consistently 500 and you're leading the lead in offense. That's what would probably happen. But we wouldn't be a bottom-tier team. Like That's how much a quarterback really and truly makes a difference. Absolutely. And. Yeah, that's why I have no problem – that even goes back to why I have no problem with Bill O'Brien getting more, more power, supposedly. Sure. He went 9-7 to seven without us ever having a quarterback. Ever. You look around the league, that doesn't happen.
1: I can't name the last time it did.
2: This year he loses game and we lose our quarterback. We find our quarterback and then we lose our quarterback. And this year you couldn't keep it together. But we set a record for the amount of players we had played this year. We, you just, sometimes you just run out of luck. And this year we just ran out of luck. I agree. I don't know how it bounces back. I don't know whatever they can do to fix it, fixes it. I don't know if they actually are making changes to the strength and conditioning. I don't know if any of that actually will make a difference if those guys are just being fall guys so we can have somebody to get mad at. But probably. In the history of the NFL, there's never been a season like this past season. Next year, we are going to be better. Now, the question is how much better, but we are not going to be the worst team in the league. We're not going to be as pathetic as we were at the end of the year. We'll be better than the Titans were this year. I think so. I agree. Yeah. No, I do. I think. So. I mean, we were, weren't 100% healthy when we stomped them, but...
1: No, we, we didn't.
2: Yeah, no, we we still stomped them. Oh, it was a pure stomp. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was like a cockroach that you like step on, and then like you see that his legs are still moving, so you put your foot down and just like move it around a little bit Mm -hmm. to ensure he's dead. That's what happened with Titans. Um,
2: And then we stomped on it again just for fun. Just because. uh, Yeah,
1: no, the that argument, that three and three argument, that is going on over in seven ninety land, to me is the most ignorant. Thing. It's like they didn't watch the games. It's like they didn't see that we were winning with 32 seconds left, and Brady threw a bomb, and it was a blown coverage, and Brandon Brooks was all by himself over here in the corner of the end zone to catch a, Paul, a, a pass from the best quarterback to ever play the game. I'm and he sorry. dropped the ball. I, I'm sorry.
2: Based on what happened with Jesse James, the tight end, oh,
1: okay. he dropped I, we're the We're not ball. getting <laughs> into it. We're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, with the whole Seahawks game, that blown coverage with with Zach Cunningham and Jimmy Graham up the seam for a touchdown, Deshaun had nothing to do with that. Now, could you put the loss of Kansas City on Deshaun? I think you could. So you're looking at a quarterback that should have been five and one during that span, not three and three, but because of coaching problems, he was not able to be five and one. We really should have beaten New England in Foxborough. I truly believe it. I even had Patriots fans tell me at work, who because where I work, a ton of Boston people moved from Boston to Austin, and they came to me the next day saying that that was the scariest game that they've played and that we are set for the future and that they don't want to play us in the playoffs. And then, of course, Deshaun gets hurt.
2: So. And I would also like to point out that everybody was – even at the time, we're saying part of the reason that Deshaun was able to do it was the Patriots' defense was trash. Every game after that, they were a lot better.
1: Uh, I don't think they gave up. There was like some stat. I forgot yeah. what the stat was. It was some crazy stat all the rest of the year. That
2: was, was the last bad game they had. So,
1: Yeah, Patriots do that. Um, they start off weak. They figure new things out, but I don't know. We... Those That 3-3 three and three argument is just an ignorant a- argument. That's really all there is for it. It's an ignorant argument. and It's it, it's for people who have nothing else to say and they have no facts behind their argument, so they always it's, go no, with they, the 3-3-3-3-3. They, three, w- three, three,
2: three, they three, want to have something to argue about. They don't want to spend all summer. I, it may even be a defense mechanism. They don't want to get excited. It's the Houston complex. Yeah, we don't want to get excited.
1: Yeah, they don't want to because they're scared they're going to get let down again. No, not scared. We will. Well, no, we won't.
2: <laughs> no, we, we won't. Will. We won't. You
1: know, I made a bet with my uncle over the last, What was it wildcard Card? I went to Houston for Wild Card weekend and spent some time with him. and We got drunk. So it was a good time. And he hates Bob. Hates him. He thinks he's the worst coach ever. And we made another little bet about 10 years ago that I, I'm losing right now. Um, I said that Aaron Rodgers would be better than Brady by the end of Aaron Rodgers' career. Ooh. I was twenty one. I didn't know. Him I be mean, different. I was twenty one. I didn't know it'd be different at that time. I I, 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 I mean, at, at, ten years ago. Ten years ago. You yeah.
2: You can make you can make that bet and maybe have a chance, right? You would think. Well, you just thought that at some point Brady would fall, right? right. You know, come back to earth a little and bit. Would take over or whatever. However else it would play it's out. Not, it's not even the, that Rodgers is out of best a bad career at all no, he's the best quarterback in the league I just I you can't get over how good Brady's career is you can't and so I was able to turn that bet now
1: into okay look I'm losing it's not over yet because Rodgers and Brady are still playing so we can't end the bet let's turn it into this you hate Bob so much I promise you before Bob leaves Houston we will win a Super Bowl with Bob as our head coach and our bets are crazy, so it's like a crazy weekend in Vegas. All exclusive, winner doesn't pay for anything. So um, I'm really it hoping is. I win. Yeah, probably not. It is
2: really, really, really hard to win in the NFL. It really yes. is. I mean, but when you have a quarterback like Deshaun. I think that it, I think that's Bob's quote. too. David Oh yeah. Well, we just need to coach harder. And- uh, Obie's. <laughs> quote. Anyways.
0: But it's
2: true. I mean, if you even do the math, if every team wins, you still have to wait 30 years between championships. You just... It just doesn't happen that often. The Astros broke the curse. Astros broke the curse. I mean, it took them 60 years, which is... But they broke the curse for Houston.
1: Houston should turn that outlook of something bad is going to happen into... We've done it before. Recently, we can easily do it again, and this team has the talent to easily do it.
2: I don't know, man. Have you watched some of those um, those Saints videos after this past weekend? The memes? No, the videos of the fans watching the game. Oh, I don't want to. They look like you are probably crying. <laughs> they they literally look like somebody took their soul. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to
1: that. We'll get to that.
2: So, anyways, I do think that we will. So, I think I might need to keep my, a little bit of my pessimism.
1: Well, all right. Let's see. So, yeah, well, he has a lot of it, a lot of built up. I mean, he's been in Houston for, he's 47, so he's been in Houston for 47 years. He reminds me of the stupid Bills game all the time. Anyways. um, All right, so let's hope Vrabel goes to Tennessee, and he does. Does Rack just slide in? I know Pat's saying that Rack will slide right back in. He said it multiple times. He's standing by it. Rack will slide right back in. If that's the case, fan-fucking-tastic because there's nobody else I want taking over this defense. Yeah. I don't want to bring in anybody else. I don't want Jack Del Rio to stop posting. I don't want the dude from the Bears, what's his name, that was in Denver. Uh, he was just the head coach. John, I don't want John Fox. I don't, I don't want any of them. If I can't have Rack, I'd rather sit through another
2: year of Rabel and hope he figures it out.
1: That's honest. like, honestly, I'd rather that.
2: I don't even know why we're having this conversation. That's why they kept Rack around.
1: There's – obviously.
2: At the time, everybody thought it was Bill O'Brien that was getting fired. Right. Well – Okay. Well, now on to the next topic because Rack is the guy. Um, All
1: right. So expect a cap space going into free agency uh, right now is projected 58 with the rollover from this year can easily get to 70 with two decent moves one of them I think they will make I don't know if B.O.B. can do it now though I, I feel like this Brian Gaines thing is actually going to play a part in Brian Cushing staying a part of the team next year Oh man. I really do I really do B.O.B. has a hard on for Brian Cushing
2: he does I no mean... he does yeah <laughs> I mean, he brought what do you have really to say does? <laughs> so, I mean,
1: he has a hard on for, for Brian Cushing. And now that he's somewhat the puppet master in the personnel room, honestly, I don't see BOB cutting Cushing. Maybe no, a restructure. No, I was about to say they'll probably restructure. That's a Patriots I mean, thing, and Bob does that. So yeah. I, I can see him Especially
2: because taking... Cushing didn't look awful at outside linebacker.
1: No, you would be a good, like a third down guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be yeah, fine with that. You want to call that Diamond
1: Blitz, shit. But sure. they
2: and definitely, they sure. definitely, definitely have to get him to restructure. We're not paying him by points yeah. of sure I mean, we can't. have got three linebackers inside linebackers. All three of them are better. He than He will him. never play
1: linebacker yeah. for us ever again, unless Dylan Cole. And, and he doesn't play exactly. special teams, so maybe that's how we use them. Maybe, but we'll see. <laughs> Tell him. To Bust out the roids and head out on the field and run down. Run down as fast as you can, buddy. We know you're going to get busted Girl. again, so go ahead. Um, so, with 58 million now, if we were, say we did cut Cushing or say we restructured, let's say we add 4 million from restructuring Cushing. I don't think we cut Derek Newton, which a lot of people think we will. I think we actually, I think he'll be fine. And then Jeff Allen will save 3 or 4 million. So, we'll be at like 60, 65. It's a Good amount of cap space to be in. A lot of good free agent targets for us to go after. A lot of needs, um, safeties, and corners. Uh, Pat keeps saying it's a great offensive line draft or free agency, but mm, I'm not sure about that. Like Nate Soldier, okay, he's getting up there in age, but other than that, I mean, normal's not
2: leaving Carolina. I never trust a player that the Patriots let go. No, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had to threaten Vince to get a good year out of him. I mean, love Vince. Oh, but his first too. year was awful. Oh, it was bad. His second year, was And a then his second bad. year, he was good.
1: Yeah, uh, well, they, they tend to get rid of their players a year or two early. That's that's always been Bill's thing. Get what you can because they're on the decline of their career. They did it with that defensive tackle to Oakland. They did it with year Malloy. They did it with Ronnie Harrison. They did it with, uh, who else? Teddy Bruschi? No, he, he retired a Patriot. I don't know, but that's what they do. So, maybe you get a year or two out of Soldier, but they that's They did it with
2: Moss. Huh? They did it with Randy Moss. Oh, and they did.
1: Well, yeah, but people, that's Randy Moss. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, $58 million right now. Are you expecting some big things at free agency? I mean, we'll get into, as we get closer to free agency, kind of what to expect and what we think we'll we'll do. But We have
2: to be active in free agency. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean. For us to fill the holes, we have to be. There's... If we are not active in free agency, yeah, that's just not happening. We're going to be active in free agency.
1: The only reason I can see it's not is if we're extending Clowney, extending
2: BMAC. And we're still going to have to be active. I mean, we have enough cap space we can do those. And we'll have about we 35, 40 million. Actually. Yeah. We'll, we'll still go get somebody. Yeah. I hope that it's, at least. I actually think that it's a few somebody's, not a singular somebody. I actually. What I actually hope from 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 Brian Gain and Bill O'Brien is that we go from being one of the youngest teams in the league to at least marginally improve. I am I don't know why, but that just bothers me so much. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's especially when we play lack a of veteran leadership. When we and all that when and stuff. we play discipline, it didn't bother me. This past year, it really bothers me. Yeah.
1: Does Clowney deserve like Donald MacMoney? Yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. I'm the wrong person to ask on that. Oh, yeah, you're from South Carolina. You wouldn't like to see more sacks for him to earn that money?
2: I would like to see more sacks, but I don't think he needs more sacks to earn that money.
1: Wow. That South Carolina hook. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Education's truly
1: paying <laughs> off right now. You know? Okay. No more clown talk with you. I'm going to bring on a guest when we when he signs that contract. Yeah,
2: you would need to. You'd need to bring on your, your buddy
1: from Clemson. John just ripped open his shirt, and he's got a clowny <laughs> T-shirt with a Superman cape on. Um, if I had that shirt, which I don't. I'm going to make that shirt for you. <laughs> oh, okay. I can easily see that. And then I'll just put 90 clowny on the back. There you go. Uh, all right. All right. Around the league, we gotta go around the league. What a weekend! Holy hell!
2: What a weekend! Seriously, I'm not a fan of any of these teams, dude. I just want to. Ben's, feel I want to feel like those Vikings fans oh, once in my life, just once. Just so you know, there's only like five
1: fan bases that have had that type of feeling. Yeah, that was a magical
2: feeling. It's like I get I. I'm, the the Astros winning was amazing like it it truly was my wife has multiple times accused me of being happier when the Astros won than when my son was born she's exaggerating Mm. but I don't know I know you pretty well (laughs) (laughs) it it, it was it it was awesome it was absolutely awesome Um, what was the game four of all the home runs that was awesome like those are some great great feelings and maybe just the way that football is it's an emotional it, sport it it's once i mean even at best it's once once a week it's it's more of that event i live and die with a regular season game in football the way i do with a playoff game in baseball right. and i and I'm, I'm, I'm a big baseball fan yeah i can't even comprehend what it had to feel like i i seriously cannot no I, and then I, I mean, I, I love Case like Case God, the Case God. I I straight up I, I was getting chills watching him do that skull That, kid. for me. That that for me was that was the coolest thing ever. I had to
1: take a second and think like everything Keem has been through in his life, right? Per- professionally, that moment, that moment, not not the throw. Not not the winning touchdown score. That moment right there had to be the best moment of his life. Yeah. Cause you could just see it. And that's why you love Case. That raw moment right there. That good dude that you know went to U of H and did that's why you love Case. That Case, moment on the field. Yeah. Case and is good always
2: for Case. he's always been so much fun to watch. And he always been such a good
1: dude. Good interviews.
2: I know we essentially chose for our developmental quarterback It was either Savage or Chase And if everybody could have the do-over Of course sure. you, would, you would go with Chase But anybody looking at it but at that moment You would have taken Tom Yeah, you go with the guy with the physical skills Yes. Um, But hopefully it's just one of those where you kind of learn Like we all had hopes and prayers Like you can go watch the uh, Gruden Oh, watch it Anybody that watched Case in college at all like, I'm not even a Cougars fan, but I, I, I enjoyed watching the hell out. How can you not? It's pure offense. I remember that that Penn <laughs> I mean, that, that State game. Yes. That was.
1: Did you read that article on uh, ESPN that ESPN did on Case where they kind of went through his whole childhood and stuff like that? I'll have to find it and send it to no, you. No, I didn't read it. I think it. it was the best sports article I've yeah. read in probably five years. But, but they yeah. go through everything. And basically what they do is they, they say to – you know, basically you can't measure a kid's heart which they've always said right but they go back to a story of him running relay in high school and he's, he's running he's running and he's not as fast as everybody so what does he do to win he dives scratch, scratch, scratches his face his legs his arms just everything but he wins and he's one of those guys that will just do whatever it takes to win, and that's what you see with Case. The guy and doesn't get rattled. The stage is never too big.
2: Yeah, he's and got he's that, just got that inner gut. Just we we talked about it with Watson. Watson's he's not, got it too. They're not afraid. Watson's a better quarterback, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, you're right though. Watson not does have that. Those those
1: two are very alike in that play. Yeah, even and, Tebow. Uh, I mean, Tebow was not a great NFL
2: quarterback. But I think Tebow when was he good. I think if a team truly committed to Tebow, mm. they would have had success for like three years, maybe. But when was Tebow good though? When he needed to be. When he needed to be. Some um, people just have that in you. I I still would have paid money for a coach to just be fearless. Picked up Tebow. Picked up another um, athletic quarterback. And just essentially run like an old wing T formation sure. with them, and they, I think they would have had success. Yeah, I agree. It would have been very short. I don't think it would have been a lot of success, but no, they I think they, I think they Nine would have 8-8. Oh, I think even more than that. I think one year they would easily win double digits. And the reason you'd have to have multiple quarterbacks is because they're always going to be hurt. But I, I would have, I that would have been something I thought. What
1: I'm wondering is, is did Case change the dynamic of? The development of a young quarterback in the league.
2: Well, maybe they'll start to realize that. Is it, we need to give them more it's time. It's that that mental, that fearlessness, the ones that don't break. Because even now, Case, Case has improved a lot. Like, oh, he yes. actually. He actually yes. go, he goes through progressions now. No, yeah, he's gotten better. He's still, he still has those moments in every that game interception, where, you walk, yeah, interception where you watch was him so and you're just like. That was the worst oh. throw you could ever make. I wouldn't make that
1: throw. You wouldn't make that throw. I mean, that's just, those aren't throws you make.
2: Right. But, but, he don't but give just a shit. it's that it's not even it's a little bit of confidence. He's like, I'm gonna try to get it there, <laughs> and a little bit of disillusion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like whatever, it's gonna work out. But what I'm saying because is, a safe quarterback doesn't make that throw to Diggs. No, it's true. Alex Smith would never in a million years throw it to Diggs on that on that route. No, you're right. So maybe they'll. I don't know. Maybe just for the good of the league, you just get more guys out there that are fearless. I'm I mean just that's wondering, I mean it's Kirk Cousins has that yeah but it's more than that though I think like
1: I think Shermer's offense is perfect for case mm-hmm. I think the Minnesota Vikings are perfect for case so you know what I'm saying is is our, our quarterbacks given up to given up on too quickly you know we saw it here with case and then moved to the Rams and then came back to us and then to the Rams and then cut and then to the Vikings and we we saw some of this. We saw that Colts game. We saw some of this Case Keenum. But we never thought it was enough. Or we never thought we could mold and develop him into what he is now. And what I'm wondering is, is, are we not... Will we start to see a slight change in the NFL and going back to that whole sit behind,
2: learn, I mean... No rushing. There's so much... When you're ready,
1: we don't want to fuck up your
2: development. Because that's what
1: it was back in the
2: day. Well, here's the thing with Case. He had to play to get better. No, true. True. And I actually think that you get somebody like Case and get somebody else, maybe it'll help maybe spark the role for development. Sure, sure, sure. I think that the way the NFL is going, we're going to have to have a a D-League in the NFL in the next five years. I fully, fully believe that between crap officials, every single playoff game was badly officiated. Every single one. Quarterback play, they're gonna need quarterbacks that's passing league, offensive line. They're just not developed in college anymore. Sure. They these guys have to get out and play. I still stand behind the original idea that you can't sit to learn. I think that we saw it even with Savage. I, mean, I think we saw with Savage. You sit, you, experience you, he sat too long. If he had played two years ago, I think Savage would be a much better quarterback. I actually still have a, a few fears because he sh- showed glimpses. He's going to go somewhere and he's going to look pretty good. No, oh, we said that from the beginning. And the only way he was going to get better, though, was playing. And you can't, the way the NFL is, and actually this goes back to why I think the Texans made the decision they went with with Savage versus Case, is they didn't have a year to tank. I think that if they had a year to tank, Keenum gets more of a shot. But he he got to tank for the half year. (laughs) But they thought they had too much talent to be a bad team. And so that's why we kept recycling these quarterbacks instead of truly developing one and letting them go out and Earn their bruises and learn how learn the speed of the game, it's because we had too much talent to be a bad team. So we're going to try and get a quarterback that just be a placeholder, 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 and it looks like it actually worked out for us. But that's just why when you have a rookie quarterback, you're going to lose due to rookie mistakes.
1: Yeah, but what a game, man! But what Dude. a game. Uh, I mean, I was screaming at that TV, and I'm not even a Vikings fan. I've been that I've feeling been, was awesome I mean I've, I've been rooting for
2: them all year yeah. you know you been, in case. yeah we've, uh, we've, we've talked, talked about, about, it about it Like when I get depressed from the Texans game I'll turn on the Vikings because the Vikings they were a very very fun team to watch watch case. Fun to watch case all one. my freaking in-laws are Vikings fan. There's, makes sense. there's Vikings paraphernalia in my house because they're trying to poison my son that's disgusting you should not let that happen <sighs> if Jack learns so, the skull it. chant
1: I'm done <laughs> Well, the down. good
2: thing is they're good now and not when he's, like, five or six.
1: Yeah, he needs to just be listening to Rage Against the Machine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he was, like,
2: six or seven, I'm sure he'd be running around the house doing that little clap. Oh, be, no.
1: All right. That's too much. Uh, that's when you have to have that conversation <laughs> with the wifey and the in-laws. This isn't going to cut it. Um, all right. Uh, the glitter kitties are moving on to play the Patriots in the AFC Championship. You know,
2: I used to think I'd be okay with that. I'm not okay with this. So
1: I am. Really? Yeah, I am. I'm not. I I, I am because, first of all, they're not beating the the pads. I know people think that there's a chance. I promise you there's not a chance. Bill Belichick will make Blake Bortles beat him. That's all there is to it. They will take out Leonard Fournette. They will take out Chris Ivory. They will make Blake Bortles throw the ball, and I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Bortles has to throw the ball 53 times. That defense is really good. Really good. Really good defense, right? I don't think their defense is as good as ours is or was. And I say that in the sense of do I think that they have more skilled players on defense? Yeah, I do. Do I think that they have the right person calling their defense? Right. I don't think so. I don't think they can get as exotic with the blitzes as we could. I don't think I think we did a lot of things that the Patriots don't see on a normal basis that and that's why we had the success we didn't in the divisional game last year, was we caught them off guard. We were we weren't just pressuring Brady with our pass rush, but it was more particularly in the middle of that pass rush. Um, you know, whether it be merciless or, or clowny on the nose. I don't. I I think they're a very boring vanilla defense that just has very good players.
2: I, I actually agree with that. They they have built. Skill-wise, pretty much the ideal. Best quarterback modern. tandem in the league. They took the theory that we expanded on with, with the Broncos pretty much started a few years back. Strong pass rush, excellent secondary. Everything else you can kind of fill in and it makes right. them look better. That's what we did last year. But even the and
1: Broncos team with Wade Phillips was a little bit, they were exotic in the sense they'd get creative with blitzes. Right, they were, able, like they
2: were able to disguise right. their pass, the rush, pass rush. And what we were able to do last year is really, really, really hit the interior. Now, top to bottom right now, there's more skill on that Jaguars defense than sure. we had last year. But our very top, Clowney was and Merciless and being able to know where to put them. Correct. They don't have that. No. Not one of them. And Clowney played that game with his hair on fire. He was coming off that. So did Merck. Yeah, he was in that did. division game, and Merck was right there with him. I think Merck
1: had like two and a half sacks that yeah.
2: game. Merck actually had the better game. Yeah, he did. And they just, they don't have, quite have that. They have a whole bunch of talent. They do. They have a better, They Jalen Ramsey plus A.J. Boye is better than what we had last year. It's the year. best quarterback tandem in the league. And it's arguable that even their their linebackers, oh, actually, uh, Devin Smith. Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith and Miles Jack, Yeah. I mean, they're really good. They're probably better than what we had last year in coverage. They're because if we had a coverage linebacker last year, against we would have won, won the game. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a the extra pass rushing threat that we had with with McKinney.
1: No, but what they where they lack is where Bill Belichick's going to game plan, and that's right. their that's the run game. And I mean, it could they're easily it could be up. a ten
2: seven game. Oh, it could be. But and, the Pats and will win. If that's what's going to happen. The Pats are going to win. I just I can't see Bortles having another game like that. Yeah, no, I can't. I, any, I don't. I don't know what happened to Pittsburgh. Have I fired do that entire staff.
1: Tom Coughlin or Tom Coughlin. Mike Tomlin sucks at game time management decisions. The onside kick was a terrible decision. You had three timeouts. You just scored. The momentum's in your in your area. Kick the ball off force the punt, go down and drive and win. I mean, shit, you threw for 490 yards and five TDs. You should have been pretty comfortable with your offense taking the ball and going down and marching down that field. They did a pretty good job against that defense. I don't know. I, I, I Even if somehow, some way the, the Patriots were to lose to the Jaguars, I'm fine with it.
0: If the Jaguars
1: know. won the Super Bowl, I'm fine with it.
2: You see... You know why? Why?
1: Because when we beat them twice next year, we're beating the defending Super Bowl champions.
2: Twice. There you go. That's a great way to look at it. I just... They, I just don't think they can do it. They beat us to the a- AFC Championship game. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> their third so time. They were so bad for so long. And granted, being bad for that long allowed them to really, really stock their Absolutely roster
1: Really. Taking top re- five for the past five years. I mean What else are you what if you don't have that team, what are you doing?
2: That team is ridiculous. You and I could ready. have drafted that team. Yeah. No, they they are just they're scary. And and they see that's the problem. I don't
1: think they're scary. I think they're skilled. I don't think they're scary.
2: Well, I s if they didn't have mortals and they're gonna fix that oh, this offseason. Maybe, maybe not. They may not fix that. Well, here's here's the good thing. If they go to the Super Bowl, they're
1: not fixing nothing. That's, a Flacco, stay. that's the Flacco effect.
2: Yeah. Okay. I can
1: live with that. But I still think there's a chance that he, they stay. They picked up his fifth-year option. Did they? Yes. I didn't think they did. No, they did. But there's a chance they can get out of it, I think, before February 2nd or something like that. Either way, yeah, they, they did pick up his fifth-year option. And people thought that they were crazy. And Shaq Khan came out with, like, six weeks. ago I was like, yeah, everybody was laughing at us for picking up his option. ha uh-huh. ha Anyways. Okay. That is the one dynamic they are missing. If they were to get, like, a Tyrod Taylor. Right. Not just a – not an average quarterback, but a good quarterback. Which I do think Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. He's going to set the land on fire right. in any means. If not, I'd love for him to be our backup. That's another conversation for another day. Uh, But if they were to get a competent quarterback, you're right. They could be really good. But even though statistically they're right there with the Denver Broncos of 2015, I still don't think they're as good as that Broncos team defensively.
2: No. Because they don't
1: have one player like Vaughn Miller. No, they don't. They don't. They just have a collective unit.
2: Granted, Ramsey and Boyer are really, really good. Unfortunately, that's skill positions. That's yeah. It's just a different dynamic than when you have a pass rusher. And here's the thing about why the Patriots also match up well with them Patriots don't have to throw it to the receivers. They have a tight end and a, they have several a running backs end. that catch the ball. They have a big, big tight end. Yeah, but those guys. James- now, see
1: that right there, the Miles Jack and Tubman Smith? That's going to be interesting to see how James White and Deion Lewis are covered because. They can both stick with those guys. Yeah. So they may I, end up throwing. You know, I hope they attacking. actually do
2: put Ramsey on Gronk. That would make that would that'd be good. That'd be entertaining. It'd be fun. It should be fun either way. I just want to see Ramsey sass Gronk and Gronk, just I just want to see Gronk
1: smash James like Ramsey's like head into the ground <laughs> and like accidentally step on his helmet while he's walking past him.
2: Oh like man. a molehill. And uh, Jalen Ramsey's the sick the single reason why i do not like the jaguars anymore like i thought i'd be cool with it he's you know a they're the son of a bitch dude his little speech when they got
1: home his, his mouth he, he's i like it you I like wish, it i do i wish we had oh. a corner like that because the difference between being able to talk shit like that and not back it up compared to talk shit like that and be the best possible corner in the league i do think he's that you got to yeah. love it. You got to love that edge. I bet that fires up that team so much. You got a guy that's going to battle for you every play.
2: I don't know. He just aggravates me. We get it. to watch him for
1: the next 12 years, so don't worry.
2: I know. He just aggravates me. Yeah, he aggravates me too, but he's really good. He is he's really good. Really
1: good. Oh, I'd love him to be on our team. Oh, he's the best corner in the he football. He'll probably still aggravate. you say he's the best foot- corner in football? <laughs> right now, he is. I, I Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely. Mean, him a Boye, Bollier, bro. Boye's good. Boyer we was. We thought
2: Boyer was made by us. No, we defense. were hoping. <laughs> yeah, we were way. hoping. I remember saying we hope. Yeah. Because that's what I they said. I remember mentioning it. I just don't that's know. What, yeah, they said coming out of camp that Bouye is a great player, but they believe that a lot of his success was due to the scheme. And I remember us both quoting there saying, we hope that they're right. Because Kevin Johnson oh, is more right. athletically right. gifted than Boyer, right. you're right. So if he could drop in, but you know what, Boyer has just—he has just, absolutely refined his game. He is one of the best technical technician quarterback <laughs> or cornerbacks. Like stop, stop. Yes, stop. Stop.
1: Ramsey's made him <sighs> better with that sassy, just confidence. It's, it's a fe- it's 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 contagious. Yeah. And and Bouye's starting to have that swagger about him.
2: He always had moments, but man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whole
2: season. He was great. Yeah. I'm gonna just go cry myself to sleep now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no matter what, whomever ends up in the Super Bowl, both NFC teams are very, very entertaining.
1: Uh, the Eagles are somewhat entertaining though. Oh, they're
2: still very entertaining. I don't
1: like watching Nick Foles play.
2: I don't like Nick Foles. He does a lot of but yeah. He does, bro. But it makes me appreciate their code. I like a J.J. I appreciate the call and... play, the yeah, play yeah. calling.
1: Their their game plan against Atlanta was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. And they can potentially do the same thing in Minnesota. So, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I just don't like Nick Foles. Yeah,
2: I don't like him either, but... Nick I... Foles,
1: Case Keenum, Blake Bortles. Oh, man. Could
2: you imagine a Nick Foles, Bortles, Super Bowl? Shoot me now. I'd still watch it. <laughs> well, of course. I'd watch it. It's the Super Bowl. It's the last game. I would probably it's cry because. But I'd much rather
1: a Case oh, Brady. That would be fun. Actually, take that back. I'd rather have a Case Jags. So anyway, <laughs> that way. <laughs> that way like Houston gets some sort of revenge in the Super Bowl against the Glitter Kitties. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, John. What else you got? Is that it? All right. Well, uh,. That was a fun little podcast. It actually lasted a lot longer than I anticipated. But uh, you guys, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. You guys can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Store, Stitcher. Uh, Just just Google Texans Unfiltered Podcast, and you'll find multiple outlets for us. Um, we are also on uh, Twitter at TXNS Underscore unfiltered You can find us on Instagram at TXNS Underscore unfiltered I run the IG So if you see lack of posting That's my fault And John pretty much runs the Twitter Unless you see a uh, a rant or a feud If you see a feud on Twitter Then that would be me running the Twitter Not John Because he's more calculated than I act out in emotion But uh yeah, that's going to be it, guys. Uh, we will not be doing a podcast next week. Uh, I will be traveling to San Diego, and John's cool little setup that he has will not uh, not be with us. So uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Please leave a review on iTunes, as it is much appreciated. Uh, we are here for you guys, so ask us anything that you want. And that's going to be it. I'm Young R.A. Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll see you guys in two weeks.
0: They had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure. We still got it done, man. Here we are. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Here we are. Now it's our time to shine it's our time to keep it 100. So we gon' go out here and show them how